Every year, millions of global travelers flock to California in search of the world's finest cannabis. Our job is to get these travelers very high and show them a great time. It's not always as easy as you think. Join us, your heady hosts and cannabis tour guides, Victor Pino and April Black, as we spend an hour each episode trimming back the storied nuggets of life in the weed tourism game. We'll be joined by our friends, colleagues, and cannabis tourism legends from across the globe. So get on board the weed bus, buckle up, and as always, smoke them if you got them. You're about to get high on tour with Victor Pino and April Black. Welcome back to another episode segment of this SF Buyers Club special, special episodes. This could be more than one episode, right, Susan? I think we have a lot of content here. You can definitely make more than one. I'm going to do as many as I can. And for this next one, we have our good friend Aaron Sals, VP of Marketing and Sales at Mocha Humble. Tell me a little bit about the brand and tell me a little bit about you and your relationship to the brand, Aaron. Um, you know, I'm a person who's been around cannabis uh, most of my adult life and allegedly a little further back. Um, it's always crept in and out uh, amongst the other professional endeavors I've always done. Huh. Um, you know, I've um, always been passionate about the plant and passionate about putting out good products. Um, and once I was aware of the Mocha project and the Mocha brand um, many years ago, I always knew that if I had a chance to work with my good friends down there, that I would be in a really good position uh, once we got to the point where we're actually at right now. So we're at a very exciting time in our company as um, you know, we launched our brand actually just about over a year ago. Cool. Uh, what's, the, what's the date today? Like a year and a week. 2020. Yeah. yeah it's February. So um, you know, we've put a lot of hard work in. We run Lean and Mean. Um, we have a passionate crew of, I think, about 20 people. Um, that all work really hard, um, that everybody does multiple things. That's one way that, you know, we make this ship sail. Um, and yeah, so, you know, we, we're, you know, we're, con we, uh, we're passionate about consuming cannabis mm -hmm. as well. Most of us, you know, I think so, um, we put out things that we want to consume ourselves. Right. Um, uh, we're 80 lights. Um, we're a micro business, so we have all the different activity types. We're self distributed. We have one retail brick and mortar in Eureka. So. Um, you know, our indoor flower is our strong point. Um, we grow with a lot of care and intention. We grow in soil. We grow with mostly liquid organic nutrients. Um, everything is hand harvested, hand hung, hand trimmed, hand packed. We don't own hoppers in the company. Uh, we treat our uh, cannabis very gently. Um, when we put it in the jars, um, we believe in cold chain preservation. We make sure after we harvest, um, and once we've um, done our job of farming all those terpenes, that we also do our job of then preserving those terpenes through the drying process, uh, through the processing and curing, trimming process. And then also once we've got it in the package and we're storing it, uh, whether that's in our own retail space or in our distribution space before we send it out to our other retail partners um, around the state. So that's awesome. Well, I want to just call out for a second. He's the first person to say terpenes in a conversation Are you today. Kidding? 
That's, we are a terpene forward marketing company. <laughs> Tell, so, so let me just stop there. Mocha. That's first of all, that was a great pitch. I think you, I think you sold me on everything you do end to end there. Um, Modern Cannabis is the name of the company, right? Correct. So, yeah. so tell me a little bit about what makes your process or your company Modern Cannabis. Well, you know, look, um, cannabis production's been, you know, happening in one form or another for millennia, right? And then, you know, in current society, there's been, you know, iterations of how you got your cannabis is usually hand-to-hand and person-to-person. And, you know, maybe it was being imported, you know, in more recent times, in our lifetimes, there's home grow and people, you know, were clandestine growing. And, you know, it was all these um, anonymous connections and networks and nexuses. If that's a word, nexuses, I don't know, I'm making stuff up. Nexi. So anyways. Nexi. You know, modern cannabis, you know, we're here, uh, modern cannabis is a licensed cannabis company in the licensed cannabis space, you know. So we face a lot of challenges in that space. um, But we also get to operate in a place where we are, you know, free of being arrested, you know, hopefully no, no feds knocking on the door. That mm-hmm. stuff hasn't happened in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke Scarmezzo just got out of jail, you know, rejoice. So right hopefully on. we don't put anybody yeah, back yeah. in. Exactly. Um, so, you know, as I'm rambling and uh, forgetting what I was talking about there. Um, modern cannabis. Modern cannabis. <laughs> you guys, we're smoking a lot of herb out there. <laughs> I know. I just smoked some marshmallow G. I just smoked some cherry lime runs. I just smoked some it's it's. So I'm going to um, take it. I'm in ramble mode right now. No, it's so, totally cool. Yeah. So we've been here all day uh, just for our, for our, for our listeners, just to give some context. <laughs> um, we've been here for hours now, it seems, just consuming some of the best products you know humboldt county can purvey they're all here under one roof at the sf buyers club in downtown san francisco you know soma san francisco and uh yeah we've been consuming a lot all these brands are here showcasing and mocha is one of them and we're really happy to have aaron on the show for this segment and uh i want to know a little bit about the day-to-day you guys are up in are you guys in arcata no, we're in Eureka. You're in Eureka. Yeah. Sorry, my yeah. bad. No, no, no. You're good. Uh, lots of love to Arcata. Uh, definitely a lot of our retail partners in Arcata carry mm-hmm. the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are in Eureka. Day-to-day, you know, one thing that is really cool about our company that I think no one else is doing that is releasing a new strain, new flavor, a new cultivar every week. Oh, wow. Um, That's got to be work. We're a small, you know, small company. Like I said, 20 people, 80 lights. Uh-huh. Um, when we first came up with this idea... Um, I said we were we are crazy and we are going to hate ourselves for doing this. Uh-huh. And thankfully, that was only true for a very short period of time. And we are really in stride with that now. Uh-huh. And it's something that allows um, our customers to have a lot of options. It's um, we're really small batch and craft, and so we're able to sell through our batches quickly and still keep those packaging dates nice and short. Um, so. You know, for us, um, we're always in this constant flow. We have three grow rooms. Mm. Um, We're always in this constant flow of planting, growing, pruning, harvesting, curing, trimming, packaging, sales, distribution, to our retail, to marketing, to business development, to all these things that are happening all the time. And considering for getting the flower out, all these things are happening every week. It's like all, sea, know, of yeah. sea of green, sea of green on every process, right? Sea Everything just keeps sea moving. Sea of green on steroids. Yeah. steroids. <laughs> <laughs> to make a steroids reference. 
Um, and so, you know, we've, in our short period of time, you know, we won some awards at the first ever California State Fair Cannabis Awards. Oh, congratulations. Thank you very much. That was um, a wonderful event that was open to the public, I think, for 21 days that really helped uh, with normalization of cannabis. Right. We were out there. Um, families, um, if you were 21 and over, were able to come through the event. We were right next to like toy exhibits right. and like gospel choir being held all day one day. A very California. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it was it was um, really awesome, not just to win for what we won for, but to be included in that and help contribute to that atmosphere at the state fair in Sacramento. Yeah, so, that's pretty cool. So the, the, those awards were all based on um, lab tests. So based on our lab tests that um, we have to do to get our products out in the market that all the legal products are screened for. So this isn't something where um, to get into this competition, there's not many things that were just R&D batches that were just one-offs that right. people are doing. You had that option to do that as a brand if you wanted to for the competition, but to do that, you actually had to put it through your whole supply chain. You had to spend all of the money, which is not cheap, on the testing for that batch. So if you just did one little small thing to do it out, then that's really a lot of money that you're investing that yeah. to get that through. So it's really more of a supply chain true supply chain based testing system and it all conducted through one lab se labs um and so the categories were broken up for highest concentrations of terpenes and cannabinoids then split amongst indoor mixed light um, and full sun right so for us being small batch indoor believing that you know like i said we're terpene farmers you know we also believe in the magic of minor cannabinoids and the entourage effect right and you know full spectrum medical cannabis um so for us having you know flower being our strong point and really um, being able to be a, a really nimble cultivation team that can really get beautiful expressions out of a wide variety of flyers flowers on the fly on a more than weekly basis, at least one a week, more than that sometimes. So that's super cool. I mean, yeah. like, look, that's a lot of work, right? Yes. That's being able to shift kind of, and you know, it's, it's your, it's your watering regimen. Every plant is different. Every, every plant takes nutrients differently. Every plant will, you know, it's, and, and when you're indoors, you're controlling the end to end of the environment, right? You are the environment, right? So any failure there just slow, like breaks yeah. down your process. So it's really impressive when I, I hear, you know, and this is, this is the age old debate, like, you know, indoor, outdoor, right? Like what, what are we doing here in humble growing indoor? But I mean, really it's, what does it matter? Right, like you guys are growing good weed in the traditions and in the in the legacy that you guys know, and you're applying those processes to an indoor grow. I mean, people want indoor flower too, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, Humboldt County is broadly known for its full sun, you know, outdoor cannabis, right? But people from Humboldt County and people in the know of that hand-to-hand -hand trade for a long time yeah. know that Humboldt County is also the home of fine indoor cannabis, right. just as well. Right, it's and the best kept secret. Exactly. So <laughs> and. You know, in the olden days, in the heyday, it's not quite what it was out there with all the home grows and, uh, right. you know, the trap houses, you know, right, air quotes. Right. Um, but uh, part of the, you know, part of the, part of the, the whole indoor versus outdoor thing is that one of the beauties about Humboldt County is that we have we have a brain trust. We have a lot of interaction. We have a lot of community. We have a lot of resources. We have a lot of access to, you know, not just resources, but information and to commerce and to networking. And all of these things help foster more creation, 
you know, and as you know, we have more safety in numbers and, you know, and I think that's when you start getting into more cannabis being more freely expressed beyond just being like weed in a bag that somebody bought on a corner, you know? What so, is, I appreciate yeah. that. No, that's, that's totally. Um, what do you think is in 2023, as I begin to wrap this up with you, I have a couple more questions for you. 2023 is proven to be already very challenging for a lot of companies. Um, you guys seem to be holding on. Is this a game of holding on at this point for you guys, or are you guys already ready to, to are you still growing? What, what, what does it look like for you guys as an indoor cultiva cultivator inside of Humboldt County? You know, we came online about a year ago. Right. We, our retail opened and we launched our brand and our distribution. Okay. And we filed, you know, for our licenses in Eureka in the first wave. Mm. Um, as far as micro businesses that are, um, you know, that were operating from the 215 space that applied for those licenses like we did, I think, you know, we're, we're in the back of the pack, some of the last people making it across the line to get those micro businesses up and running. For us, that gave us, you know, while you know, a lot of that's building. Is that advantage? You know, look, there's a, there's a lot that goes into building that building. Yeah. You know, we, in Eureka, yeah. we have really friendly licensing, which is awesome, which creates a free market of, of cannabis retails, which some people say when we have too many retails in Humboldt County. No, we have the right amount of retails in Humboldt right. County. This is what it looks like when people can operate free businesses and we don't have caps. You know, it's, it's, it's conditional permitting. Um, and so, anyways. Um, oh, real talk. No, here. real talk. No, no, no. Real talk. Real talk. <laughs> this is great. This is great. No, because I, I mean, my mind goes. My mind goes right away to to, to, to this next question, which I think you're you're alluding yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you're alluding to. I mean, did you guys? Are you feeling success because you held back a little bit? Well, I think part of it is what I was getting at is we've missed some of the carnage. Uh -huh. We got to learn more from other people. Uh -huh. We also, you know, as as a flower brand and as a as a micro business brand with multiple sub brands underneath us right we're launching at a time where you know we didn't for one we didn't have time to not do it right yeah there's that but you know it's also kind of a war of attrition at some point here too and we you know we're not trying to be the most expensive brand i think we got to the right price point when we needed to right out the gate and i think we know who we are we know what our strong point is and we're putting out fire weed mm -hmm. at the right price point that works for the retails and gets the customer at the right point right. we're thinking about that the whole way through you know who your customer is exactly you know who is, we know who is, we are yeah, too yeah, we know totally. what we can do and we and you know we have the advantages of being vertical that's very real um, you know, I don't know that, you know, this, you know, if we were just a brand that sourced flour and put it in jars with a co-packer, worked uh, with a distributor, and, you know, and we were essentially a licensing company, you know, I don't know that we'd be, you know, I don't know that we'd be in the same position that we are right now. But anyways, to answer your actual question is that we kind of missed a lot of carnage yeah. and we're coming to the game. You know, you know, as, as a lot of dust has settled and right. things have shaken out. So, and we, and a lot of us in the brain trust and at the company, quite frankly, have, have had the experience of working on other projects right. leading into this. This is right. this is our first go round as this company, but we were operating in the two fifteen space uh -huh. um, as Mocha, right. you know, as a delivery service, right. and you know, none of us. This is our not our first rodeo as individuals right. who are running right. this company. Right. So I see, I hear a lot of the technical stuff that you're describing as part of the business and kind of growing the. Business. Business. And I think a lot of the, like, we've spoken to a lot of people here today, season, and like not everybody has talked about those technical aspects, right? Um, as you guys are growing your business, 
what do you find to be kind of the growth pain that you're, that you, what are you projecting to be your biggest growth pain in, in 2023? Hmm. Well, we're in year two. Okay. So appropriately, you know, we're, we're moving from, uh, you know, like I said, we know who we are. We're also trying to figure out how to best do uh, what we need to do to be who we are. Uh, so I think we are maturing and moving through that process. Uh, and now we are moving into the blissful state of starting to have the kind of problems we want to have instead of the problems we don't want to have. Right. So, you know, Control, as us, controlling yeah, for your problems. We've never yeah. scaled the company yet. Yeah. We're still coming online and just starting year two. So yeah. we are building into what we grew. You know, we weren't slamming, you know, brick on the, on the gas pedal right out the yeah. gate because we yeah. knew we had to grow our company both our own retail as well as our distro book uh, so you know we are getting to the point where we're just you know now maxing out um, our operations from as far as moving pieces as quick as we can get them moving and we'll see our max output you know in another you know four or five months I think yeah and you know for us we're in a position where we're managing growth you know on the yeah. flower um, people you know we, we put the work in from the marketing side really to try and reach bud tenders, uh -huh. try to get retails that we have good relationships right. with that know us uh -huh. and so that we're not just another brand on the shelf. When bud tenders recommend us in a right. retail, it's because they've smoked us. They've smoked our flower and they know who we are. Right. And it's not because, you know, most bud tenders don't actually want to recommend products they haven't tried. So, you know, that's really, if, if you haven't heard of us out there and you're listening to this podcast, it's because we don't do a lot of outward marketing yet in outside yeah. of the retails that we work with. Right. We do our marketing with product inside of that retail and we make sure that when you get into that shop, you're going to find out who we are. And that works for us at the scale we're at. We're small craft cannabis. We can't work with the biggest companies and satisfy their needs right. because we can only, you know, grow so much. So for us, you asked about like coming late, you know, we didn't have these pitfalls of like seeing super early accelerated success and then not knowing how to scale. Yeah. We've got, we've got to see the examples and the models of other companies and how they've scaled. And so it's, you know, there's a lot of lessons that have been learned in the industry. This is a new thing right. we're doing. California has a lot of problems and a lot of challenges. We don't, I don't need to get into that from a licensing and politics side. We're on cannabis yeah. and hopefully we all survive. So we're doing the best we can to, you know, be a viable business in this climate. That is a very a candid fuckery. Yeah, like, that's I swear. A, of course, I fucking swear. Anyways, that's but, a very but a lot candid, of love for all yeah. the people, you know, who consume cannabis and our customers and our friends yeah. and our family. And we consume the products we make and it's all love, but it's also a big challenge. I want, you know, I hope people understand that. I mean, I want not, to not because we need like extra credit, but yeah. because like we need to fix this too. Yeah, no, and there totally. should be awareness. Totally, yeah. I'm, I, I really appreciated your candid your candid response because it took you, know, you gave us a lot of a lot of the heart there. That like, you know, not everybody's willing to go out on a limb and you know say, hey, this is where we're this is where we're having a hard time, or this is where we could do better. But I guess I guess I'm seeing a lot of that self reflection in what you guys are doing. And you guys are smoking the product. You're looking inward. You're looking at something that you want to you want to smoke yourselves. And I think that's a very honest understanding of what it is you're doing as cannabis growers, right? And I think that's very much in step with the humble brand, the humble you know model of, yeah. of, of cannabis that we've heard throughout every interview we've had today. So I, I want to thank you so much, Aaron. I, before I let you go, I want to give you one more one more question. 
Uh, a forward-looking question. Sure. A lob, if you will. <laughs> a softball. A softball. I'll, I'll take a sports metaphor, please. And, yes, for, for 500 <laughs> um, So in 2023, what do, you, what do you hope to be the biggest success you'll see come out of Mocha Humble? The biggest, the biggest success I'd like to see out of Boca Humble is is actually can seeing literally on on my graphs and charts that I that I look at late at night um, that we keep seeing the organic sustainable growth that we are seeing and you know um, we are selling out batches really quickly. I want that to keep happening. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, you know, I think like we're figuring out a formula that works for us and we're hitting our stride and we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And, you know, you asked if like if it's a survival game, like, uh-huh. well, of course it's a survival game because if you're not here, then you're not in business. Yeah, so totally. I mean, like, yeah, like, of course you're asking all that leads to all these other questions of federal legalization and opening the borders. And we're all just sitting here playing a waiting game. Well, yeah. we're not not playing yeah. a waiting game. I mean, but like we also don't know when that's going to happen and how that's going to happen. We don't have time for the waiting game and those things to be our end goal either. We have to be successful in this climate. So I think us being a micro business, being small, being craft, you know, um, with a lot of passionate people in a small group, you know, we're growing the company, but slowly. And I want us to keep doing that and focus on that and not lose, lose sight of who we are. That's, that's how we have the best 2023. Aaron Sells, VP of Marketing and Sales for Mocha Humble. Thank you for being with us on the podcast today. Thank you, Victor. We really found your, your honesty very refreshing, frankly. <laughs> I mean, that's fantastic. Thank you so much for being here. It was great to have you part of today's uh, uh, you know, SF Buyers Club experience yeah, for the Legacy it's Growers. It's a great event. Thank yeah. you for being here. We really appreciate your work and yeah. have a great afternoon. Yeah, we're having a lot of fun and this is bringing a lot of value to us too. Thank really you so much. It. Have a great weekend. Thank you.